This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. Yeah. Yo, 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 this is your host, Big O, on Talk It Over, the only dating podcast that begins in bed. And for all our fan favorite and faithful listeners, I know y'all are wondering, where is K.I.'s big mouth? Rest assured, K.I. is still in the building, but he had to step away to just handle some things to make sure that we're able to keep the lights on in the building. So without further ado, he is very much still a part of the show, and we miss him. But today you get to hear my big mouth and my uh, other co-hosts who I'm going to introduce right now. <laughs> somebody, somebody got to be a big mouth in, in absence of KI. So don't worry, we got this handled. Okay, guys. So you, who y'all listening to now? Miss Trish, Trisha, who is I think this is what your third or fourth time joining us, and you started out as a, a fan and now have become one of my favorite co-hosts of the show. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead and say hey to everyone. Hey, y'all. Hey, this is my third time, but it's definitely not the last time. I am coming back uh, week after week. All right. Now, you look like you got some uh, some sunshine going on where you at. Where are you at right now? You traveling again? Uh, what you know, state are you in now? I'm, you... Um, no, I'm, still in, I'm still in New York. I'm in Rochester right now. Um, okay. You know. All right. You, you know right. me, stay on the road. Next week, don't worry, I'll be back in St. Louis. <laughs> Got it. All right. Didn't know if you was in Delaware, Wilmington, down there partying with with Biden and Kamala, Kamala, excuse me, Kamala Harris, folks. All right, without further ado, we got a, a, another return guest, Miss May, May Palmer. We call her Maya May. If y'all listened to a previous episode, y'all, y'all know where that comes from. So go ahead, May, let us know how you're feeling. Hey, hey, everyone. I am great. Um, enjoying this beautiful weather in Virginia right now. Um, today is just a great day, and I'm glad to be back. This is my second time, and I'm really excited, and I actually woke up on time today, so <laughs> let's Very get it started. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> and last but not least, we got a newcomer to the show, Mr. Chili Palmer, who I do believe is a relation to Miss Maya May, but I'm going to let him discuss that. So wel- <laughs> welcome, brother. Welcome. Yeah, I'm here now. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> a little bit about. Well, uh, bus driver for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Travel cross country and pretty much all, you know, everywhere, almost almost everywhere, maybe out of 50 states. I've been through about 38 states. I've done charters. I've done line runs. I've done some limousine work. Wow. And, you know, I pretty much know a lot about, you know, social stuff. And yeah. Like That's that. what I was about to say. 38 states. You definitely got to have some experiences to share. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. definitely looking forward to that. So how are y'all feeling? Everybody's feeling good. We want our listeners feeling good. Yeah. Per usual, I'm going to bring in the, the feel good story of the day. 
And this one is coming out of uh, Dallas, Texas. So a struggling ice cream shop that employs people with special needs gets a surprise grant. Howdy Homemade, located in Dallas, Texas, known for its original delicious flavors, also has a public service mission. All of its employees are individuals with special needs. Founder Tom Landis said that he was inspired to open the store after meeting one person who thoroughly impressed him. Uh, the person he met was Coleman Jones, and he just immediately helped in, jumped in to help with serving food, servicing customers, and super friendly. He called up uh, Coleman's mom the next day and said, hey, you know, I want to hire this guy. He has a lot of potential. He has a lot of leadership qualities written all over him. And now, uh, through that chance meeting, Jones is the face of the sweet store. So not only did he get to hire Coleman Jones, he was also able to hire several other employees with special needs. Uh, but unfortunately, with when the pandemic hit, like so many other businesses, they were severely afflict, affected and had to temporarily close to ensure the safety of their employees and their customers. So, of course, when things started to open back up, it wasn't at full speed. It was slow. Uh, orders were limited um, and they were at risk of permanently closing. And so what happened was uh, the owner, he says, you know, that's when God stepped in and the community rallied around uh, Tom Landis, Jones and the Howdy Homemade Ice Cream Shop and was able to organize a campaign, a GoFund, GoFundMe campaign that raised over 100000 to help keep the shop open. And now they're getting more attention and more success than ever. Uh, and then not only that, it didn't stop there. One special guest, a uh, CNN, CNBC host, actually granted them another $50,000 on top of what they raised. So, wow. yeah. So that's awesome. He was, uh, they helped get that business to the next level in Dallas, Texas. That's amazing. That, yeah, so, that is absolutely amazing. It's, mm -hmm. You know, I like stories like that because the um, disadvantaged community is always the most underlooked community in our, one of the most underlooked communities. Like people don't necessarily tend to think about their needs and their wants as much as we do able-bodied individuals. So I like that story. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's very good. It's very humbling. His one of the things he said in, in closing in the article is that we've had multiple times where you just stop and tear up because it's no longer our restaurant. It's truly the city of Dallas's restaurant, and people are not supporting because of him. They're supporting because of the employees uh, that have special needs and others. And so he was saying he hopes that more businesses will realize that people with special needs definitely have things to offer. And through that, the world will change. It definitely will. Definitely. Great story. I love that. All one. right. Mm -hmm. All right. So usually I'm the one that brings in the, uh, the topic of the day, but I think I'm gonna pass that off to my co-host Trish. If you mm -hmm. want, please let us know, our, let our listeners know what we're going to be talking over. All right. All right. So today's topic in accordance with what is going on across America is, can we talk it over through our political differences? That's a big one right now. Mm -hmm. So 
So are we talking in the specifics of just community or is in the scope of dating and relationships? So can, is politics off? Is that off brand when you're in a relationship? Is that off topic? So if are you asking the question or are you making a statement? I'm asking. I'm asking okay. in, in under what context? Because we always say context is key, right? So okay. you know, if if you know politics is definitely uh, one of the things that are are heavily heavily discussed, especially in this day and age. But let's bring it down to the dating and relationship sphere, right? Exactly. And we're talking. I mean, we are a dating and relationship um, podcast, so we're talking about can we talk it over? If we're dating and we're in a relationship, can we talk over our political differences? So does anybody have any any stories that they want to lead with? Uh, have you dated someone that had a, a maybe a strong political view that you necessarily didn't get? And we don't have to just make it uh, strictly political. It could be any differences that are major. You know, religious differences are a huge one. Um, so I, Trish, I see you raising your hand. I know you got you got you know stories. You know so, stories for days. Well, you know how it is. Customarily, we always let our, our new guests have the first have the first opportunity. So if Chili is with us or, or Maya May, if y'all want to jump in, we always let your, the new guests have the first opportunity to share. If you're in a relationship, there shouldn't be. I mean, if you're in a successful relationship with anyone, you should be able to talk about anything. If, if, if it's too. Uh, if politics is what's going to make you stop from communicating, then you're off to a bad start with a relationship. Because I believe that you should be able to talk to any, to uh, you know, your significant other about any topic. All right, May, I see you nodding. Um, yeah, I mean, I I believe so too. Um, with when I met my husband, he wasn't, so I'm, I'm spiritual. I don't know if everyone know that, but I'm a spiritual individual. And my husband, when we first met, we were, we, we, I don't know what it came up, but we were talking about, um, religion and stuff like that. And he's just like, you know, I'm not really big on, on that whole crystal and stuff, but he's like, you know what? I love you. I don't mind you know, as long as you don't force me onto your likings. And I feel like that's very understandable. So um, that's my opinion on, on that aspect of it. If, if it goes to politics stuff, I, I feel like if you're going to unfriend someone, even in relationships or friendships in general, if you're going to unfriend someone because of their political views, I don't think that is um, that that was a good foundation or a good friendship from the beginning, because I mean, we're meant to, we're humans. We're meant to not like something. We don't all have to agree on a statement. We just could just come to an understanding. Okay. Okay. And I also would like to add that, um, you know, it goes back to what J JFK said, you know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. So if you take, if you kind of follow that, you won't let political stuff get you to a point of, of that much anger. Because you have to do for yourself. You can't depend on the government. It's fun and it's and, and it's interesting to hear their sides, but I don't really take part in depending on the government like that for my success. Because I know I have to do it myself. You know, I have a conservative right. mindset, and and you know, most conservatives, we don't really depend on the government to give us anything. We just want them to leave us alone so we can make our money and do what we have to do to 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 get to our goals. You know, you have to get to your goals yourself. So 
I could never get into that rage of arguing and unfriending someone over a political view. No way. Okay. All right. It's a, you know, it's more of an entertainment talk. It's not something that's that serious. Okay. Trish, you got anything? What do you think? You you agree? You've had a, a story a, a story to share that. Well, you know, I, I always got stories. So, believe it or not, this week has been uh, fairly tumultuous, and I I think I'm not the only one that um, that feels that sentiment. So, my significant other and I, he is a independent um, as far as his political views, and I consider myself a Democrat. There are some things that we definitely agree on, but there are definitely some things that we disagree on. And we got into like a heated, I ain't even going to call it an argument. I'm going to say debate this week over um, our votes and who we should be voting for and why we should be voting for the, you know, certain candidates. Now, um, at the end of this debate, right, did, did one or the other come to the other side? Or are you still on your you're still holding your holding the line on where you stand and he's holding the line where okay. he stands. So, so he made some very valid points. Like, um, like one thing that he said, like, um, as black people in America or minorities in America, that we should collectively take our vote and place our vote with a party that, um, has our best interest or has a plan specifically for us. I agreed with him on that part, but I was, but the debate between the two of us was, can we collectively as a, as a people um, be able to give our vote to a, a party that is not maybe Republican or Democrat, that's a Green Party or Independent. And I felt like I said, I don't think there's enough unity between us in general to be able to do that. I said, you know, people have their own beliefs, their own, you know, ideologies, that sort of thing. So essentially what we ended up doing, like he's, he's still on his side, I'm still on my side. We can hear each other out, but I don't think either party is going over to either side. So a little heated, like a little. Of course, of course. So does that does that change in your eyes the potential future of of the relationship? Right, because what we're discussing basically is like how like on on the surface when we're talking friendship, that's one thing, right? You friends. I don't have to see you unless I want. We can hang out. We can talk it up. When you're dating someone and there's an effort, there's an intent to uh, potentially become as close as possible to that person. Right. And if they have an opposite view, whether it be political, whether it be religious, whatever it is, because basically what we're asking is can can opposites attract. Right. So, yeah, Tris, does that does that has that debate kind of altered what you what I think, no, see, and here's why, because I feel like even though we're not, he's, he doesn't consider himself as a Democrat, he considers himself independent, I feel like our views are still aligned, and are not even aligned, but they're still parallel, they're still running in the same direction, right? I feel like if he was completely right-wing... Yeah, what if he was GOP? If he was GOP, I'd probably be like, you know what, you fine and all, but brother, um... What if he was uh, he was on the Black right. Trump supporting team? So we got we got a Black Trump support team. All right, so we're gonna, we definitely gonna come back to that. I'm still wearing the button right now until January twenty when the Twitter changes. Okay. Okay. So this just got spicy. For me personally, I, I want to know why. Like, I, I want to know, um, Tilly, why 
what are your views on and why you voted for who you voted for? Like, what about his campaign or his political views well, do you align yourself with? And, I, and, I, and, and if you go ahead, Olin. Now, I was going to say before before you answer that, we want to make sure because we want to stay on topic. We don't want to get we don't want to turn this into a, a political debate. We definitely want to see. So it's more. So let's say, Trish, would you prefer to know someone's political affiliations and stance prior to dating them? Or if you dating them and you found like, I really like this person, we just don't. He's voting red. I'm voting blue. Is that going to be. So I see your face answer. <laughs> For me, it might be. Um, it, it might be an issue. You okay. Know, like I said, again, we not now we need we need these are things that we need to talk it over about. We really do need to sit down and have a conversation. I need to find out why you're voting the way that you're voting. Your vote is your vote. I can't take that away from you. I don't plan on taking that away from you. Okay. But again, if I feel like we're a unit and we're supposed to be one, it's kind of like finances. So let me so and and I say I say it like this. I feel like if you're with someone and one person is a saver and one person is a spender, y'all are going to run into an issue at some point in time. Yeah, a lot of times. Okay. A lot of times, yeah. And, and that problem sometimes can be walked through. Maybe they don't have, maybe these are, again, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And then sometimes it's a problem that can't be worked through. And it's just like where I am financially, where you are financially, we're in two different places and you don't, and one person doesn't seem to want to get separate bank so, accounts that's what you are all right that's that's all that's all it is take care not of that when got, not when you got kids involved it's kind of hard to keep separate <laughs> bank accounts that's true that is true so uh chili tell us so you you're an avid trump supporter now would you or have you or are you currently uh in a relationship with someone who has the opposite stance or do would your partner need to be on your side politically You've traveled. My partner's uh -huh. totally on the other side. Okay. Totally on the other side, but we get along very well, and we debate all day about it. Oh. Okay. We agree, we agree to disagree. My partner always tells me we can agree to disagree. Right. And that's, that's and that's and that's the beauty of that's that's the, that's kind of the beauty of a relationship is to actually work things out when you disagree. That's when you really know how strong things are. And the effort that you're putting into a relationship is by having a disagreement and still being able to say, I love you after the conversation. Which is that, hard because no. when you get into yeah. an argument, I don't know, it's going to take me a while to come back and say, I love you. <laughs> well, you know, it takes, it does take a bit of maturity and it does take a bit of an experience and growing mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Right. Um, and I would, I want to ask Chili now, is there any, because we're, we're focusing right now, we're going to get to other topics or other uh, subjects, but right now we're primarily talking about politics, but is there any topic where you feel like, no, there is no opportunity to um, have a, uh, an, an opposite stance, that you have to be on my page or this is just not going to work. No, It, it no, doesn't no. have to be politics. It could be anything. Yeah, no, I was always taught to have an open mind and to hear. And you see, I practice listening. And I find that when you listen to someone and you kind of can put your foot in their shoes, you'll always be able to work it out. You'll always be able to, at least, even if you disagree, you'll have that understanding. Well, I understand what, you know, like, I understand your views of it and I get it, but it's not enough for me, for us to split. If anything, I, I believe that that can build the relationship even further. It, it, it's so ironic. I really believe that the disagreeing and the fact that you guys can come together on a love stance that will 
you know, that's unstoppable right there. You know, the, you know, the disagreement part is actually sort of like building a bumper, building a fence around the two of you where you can, where you guys can get through anything. So if you can get through a disagreement, then pretty much anything that comes your way, you'll be able to handle it in a more efficient manner instead of always argue. You'll start to not even argue as much. There you, you know, go. But the, but the main, the main thing that I tell people, instead of just giving out your points, just take that time out to listen to the other side and think a minute before you answer. Before you, you know, you you take that breath. Back. Right, right. You have yeah. to listen. You know, because the listening it does two things. It makes you understand the other person's side of it, and it also calms you down. Yeah, you you sound like we definitely got to get you back on here. It sounds like you'd have mastered the art of talking it over. I feel like that was basically that's basically everything that we've every podcast that we've aired so far has been in an effort to get people to that point of being able to, like you said, listening, taking that beat, and having that open mind. Um, and you know, without getting angry, right? Without getting angry. But my question is though, like, is that is that gonna be able, like, can that happen in the beginning of a brand new relationship, or does that mostly will work in a situation where it's a it's a longer built up kind of relationship? Like, say, a person that's new to dating, they've been with their spouse, their partner for about you know three to six months, and they're learning their ways. Versus a person that's been with someone for five to 20 years. You know what I mean? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. The way how I would answer that is that it doesn't matter if you met the person five seconds. If you're, if you're well seasoned into listening and understanding the other person's point of view, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. It doesn't even matter relationship, a person on the street. You have to have tolerance. And this is a big problem that's in our in our in our world right now is that yeah, people we're polarized. Go zero to 60 and people go zero to sixty in a second now. Yep. And then what happens is the more you get angry, the more you stray off the subject of what you're even arguing about. And before you know it, you haven't solved anything. All you know is that you're angry. Now this person's out of your you, you know, you finish the conversation, you're at home two hours later making dinner, you're still angry. See, I'm not I'm very much about controlling the temper and like I said, putting your foot in the other person's shoe and not holding, never hold any, uh, don't hold offense to anything because it's the person's opinion. And if you think about it, everyone has their right to their opinion. See, that's what 38 states are traveling on that road and give you perspective, <laughs> perspective, perspective. You see it all. You see all shades. Yeah. You see all shades of people. You see all shades of situations and and uh, environments, neighborhoods, cities. You see urban, suburban, rich, poor. You see it all. So that'll definitely give you that. Give you yeah, that perspective. Even the Amish, even the Amish people without lights. I know, I know more. <laughs> I thought I didn't think they got outside of Pennsylvania. Lancaster. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, all right. All right. So. Uh, one of the things I want to want to bring up because you know politics is just one context of where you can find yourself uh, polarized on the opposite side of whoever it is you may be seeing, right? Or be uh, courting or dating. You know, politics is a huge one, but then there's also religion. There's also you know more mundane things like musical taste, activities. Uh, May you brought up a good one, finances, or Trish you brought up a good one, finances. Um, 
where you know you you could be a hoarder and somebody could be like i'm not taking this with me to the grave so i'm gonna you know ball until i fall um and i want to give a shout out to miss anna one of our, our producers she provided a very good article from bustle.com on 11 tips for dating your total opposite uh did anybody else get a chance to read it All right, no, it's, it's fine. I just, I didn't want to, if somebody else wanted to share or if anybody else has other websites, feel free. Um, but really what this article is about is can opposites attract? And, you know, I came up learning that, yeah, opposites attract, but then they kill each other, right? A positive and negative wipes things out, right? It's like, it's like we attracted to one another, but then we cancel one another out. So it's like opposites attract make for a good, fun, uh, intense relationship, but then they don't make for long relationships. But here are the 11 tips and you guys can chime in on whether you agree or have experience. So number one, let your partner be your teacher. All right. Um, number two, dive into their hobbies on an emotional level, which can be challenging, especially if the hobby has no interest, inherent interest to you. That when they're saying dive into it with every, with all the, with all the, happiness, fulfillment that you can bring it, bring it to the table. Um, when those annoyances pop up, kind of just roll with the punches um, so that they can appreciate that or you get a appreciation for what motivates them. Uh, number three, compromise like it's your job. Ooh, that word compromise. Huh? What are we saying? That's, definitely. That's, that's what it's about. You co-sign on you, that. You, yeah, yeah, you definitely have, you see, and that's the main thing. You have to have tolerance, you have to, you, it can't work if you're just trying to think about yourself, because what happens is the more you think about yourself, the more you you, you believe that this person, you know, you, you, you create this picture in your mind about the person being like yourself. You have to go into the other person more, so you, so this way, like I said, eventually you'll have more tolerance because of, because of, 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 uh, of, of listening and waiting and understanding and putting your, you know, putting your foot in that person's shoe. So yeah, compromise is, is everything. If you have a tolerance for compromising, you definitely can make it in any relationship. And even if it doesn't work out, it, you won't hold anything against it. You won't feel bad. You'll just move on. My MA, Trish, which else? I see those, those, those gears turning. Compromise is a, a heavy, a, a loaded word sometimes. It, it is, it is, it is definitely, it is. And I'm, I'm learning as, as a newly been married for one year so far, I'm definitely learning compromise <laughs> and it's, it's not easy, but you, if you want the relationship, relationship to work, you really have to sit down and compromise. I agree. Um, I agree though. My only issue with compromise is that sometimes one person can take, one person is usually giving more than the other. Um, and that, that's just my personal experience. And usually it's been in my personal experience, me, the one that's giving more, giving that compromise and going a little bit further than the other person, because you want to keep the peace. You want to be able to talk through these problems. And, you know, if the relationship is sometimes worth, um, it, it's worth it. You know, I tend to go a little bit further than I normally would if it was just like a friend or someone. Which okay. to me sometimes can be good. It can be good and it can be bad because it's like you're you're 
my my values, the things that I hold near and dear to me, my morals and things like that. I don't ever want to feel like those come into play when I am saying, all right, I'm going to give a little bit more on this. I'm going to give a little bit more on this. And then bringing it back to the topic of today, which is can we can we talk it over? Can we talk it over through our political differences? <laughs> this is one of those things. I'm sorry, honey. You know, many things. Yeah, no, no, yeah I got you. Um, bringing it back to the to the topic of, you know, can we talk it over through our political differences? It's how much are you willing to compromise? So we're talking about compromise. We're talking about, you know, a compromise being an uh, intricate part in relationships. But how much are you willing to compromise to keep your relationship going, especially when it comes to something as heavy as political as a political disagreement or a political debate? So, I mean, and, and again, this can be across anything. It can be finances. It can be, you know, religion. It can be politics. It can be sex. It can be a number of different things that we're talking about compromising on. But how much, how much is too much? How much is too I little? Where do you meet in the middle? That goes, that kind of goes, uh, is a nice, uh, perfect segue into what their fifth tip is. And we can, uh, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break after this and come back to it. But the fifth one before we break is that set up your boundaries. Everything that you were alluding to, Trish, which is how much do you compromise goes perfectly into that next tip, which is know your boundaries, know where you are inflexible so that you don't lose yourself. Right. So you don't wake up and you're a totally different person than who you thought you were when you were in the relationship. All right. So without further ado, we're going to take our first commercial break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the remaining uh tips on how to date polar opposites and uh continue from there i used to file data i was zombified i spent all my sunny days under fluorescent lights but then i took back my life before it was all gone i grew strong and learned how to sell Crystal Jordan. I'm your Avon Beauty Boss. Please stop by my online store, youravon.com backslash skin so soft specialist. Let's start shopping. And remember, you're listening on Talk It Over. All right, welcome back to Talk It Over, the only dating podcast that begins in bed. Uh, as we were discussing, if Trish or May, Trish, if you want, can you let our listeners know what the topic is we're discussing? All right. So can we talk it over through our political differences? And through political differences, also meaning uh, just, we're not just relegating it to politics. We also religious differences, sexual differences, financial differences, basically those things where you might find yourself on the opposite side of your partner and how they behave. And before we went to break, we uh, I introduced an article from bustle.com, 11 tips on dating your total opposite. Uh, we left at, uh, we were discussing compromise, which was a huge one and everyone's agreed that that is a huge part in keeping a happy and successful relationship, but also setting and knowing your boundaries is one of the tips. And I think that's just as important um, if not more important than compromise. 
know what you can put up with. Um, does anybody have anything? Has anybody been in a situation where they definitely had to compromise and it was pushing them beyond their boundary uh, and either had a positive or a negative effect? If not, it's cool. I'm going to move on to the next tip. Well, actually, I, I would share something. So um, I feel with boundaries, it is important. So when I met my husband, um, I'm a type of girl that like to put out everything that I want on the table and what I expect on the table before I get involved with someone. And my number one goal that I told him from we met, and I, I think it kind of helps because you don't waste time. Like say you, you don't discuss your boundaries before moving into a relationship with someone and then it doesn't work. And I'm the type of person, I don't want that. I want something long lasting. So my number one rule, I told my husband, I was like, um, you have to get along with my family. I don't want you, like, if you can't get along with my mom or my dad, it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? So um, that was something that I, I told him from off the bat. And it's it's worked out pretty good for me. You know what I mean? Because I know there's a lot of relationships where your spouse might not like, get along with your mom or dad. And it's just like chaotic where you can't invite someone to the wedding. So I was just like, my number one thing was you got to get along with these two people. If it ain't going to work, you can we don't even have to go on our second date. It's just not going to work right there. Oh, he met the parents on the first date? No, no, no. Not the first date, but <laughs> you said we didn't go be no second date if we don't. <laughs> I'm taking you home right now. We'll figure out if you, like, we'll figure like, out if you got what it takes. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if he, he wouldn't agree to that, like, my okay there, it's just, if you don't like my parents, it's not going to work. You got to go. Now what if now would you have now what if it would have been the opposite way? What if you he would have like, all right, I I I am willing to do that for you. I don't hold that, but what if you felt like you didn't get along with his family, right? Would you still be like, all right, no, this is over. This is a wrap. Because I don't like your mom and her attitude. Every time I come in here, she can't even get my name right. She's calling me Maya. That's not my name. Like <laughs> If it was his, like, if he had brought that to me, then I would have just been like, well, I don't know. That's a tough one. But he didn't bring it to me. So. That's that compromise. So Hold on. I have a question. Yeah, it's 50-50. It's yeah. How does, that, how does that work for him, but it doesn't work for you? No, because that wasn't one of his boundaries. That was one of my boundaries. So, so, so yes. Yeah. So, see, it's not always... But it's but yeah, I agree with I agree with May. I hear what y'all are saying, but it's not yeah, always a one to one correlation, right? It's not yeah. always a one -to -one. Yeah, because, because like it goes back to what you said. You laid it on the table so he can lay his rules on the table. Yeah, as well. and then right. that's what I would be it's like gambling. You'd be like, All right, I can handle or no, I can't, and sorry, push it back. So, you know. Okay. So is this All one right. of the what's good for the gander is like that. I feel like that's one-sided, and maybe that, that, and that's just me, and that's my opinion. I feel like it's like saying, "All right, don't cheat on me," but I'm gonna cheat on you, but you can't cheat on me. Like that's what that's I mean, to me. That's no, what brings in my if, head. No, it could no, be because it's a discussion of putting things on the table. Like if we yeah. say, "All right, this is what I accept. What do you accept? It's up to you." So that's being fair. That's not transparency really for the script for the Right? Everybody has their own transparency. Thing that yeah. They put on the table. Right? Because I'm sure that. I'm sure he put some things on the table and told you what he would like, and you had to agree yes or no. Yeah, I did. Like, I mean, he started, he was, what was one of his things? 
he was obsessed with like a garage thing and we had to compromise. But, but the good thing is that I like, like it was, um, he wanted his car and like, he wanted a garage and he wanted to use the whole garage as his little man area and create his little tool stuff. So now living together, I don't have no space to put my car, but I mean, we, we talked about it before and I'm that. So if I go to get mad, I would, he, I would go back and say, well, he did tell me about this. So whatever right. you, you understood. right? Yeah. So I agreed right. to that one. Right, All because right. even if it's snowing, even if it's snowing, your car is outside. <laughs> right, 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 right. You got to go out there, start the car 20 minutes. I know, and those First those cold thing. winters, I'm ready to go in and fight. But then I think about it, and I'm like, well, damn, he had to put up with my dad, so. <laughs> right, and we accept, we accept it with a smile. It's a, it's a compromise. He, he, he let us know on day one, I need the garage. I'm, I fixed the stuff. <laughs> yep. All right. So let me uh, let me go really briefly through the rest of these other 11 tips. Um, number number five is learn to argue like grownups, uh, which you spoke about earlier, Chili, which I thought was very good. Um, number number six, schedule time apart, which is always healthy. Uh, yes. And especially right now in the pandemic and a lot of people not having as much time away, I think is definitely something that people need to take to heart and find. Some, and the time apart doesn't necessarily mean like going a full vacation where I could just be like a walk around the block. You know? <laughs> um, number seven, find something that you both like. I would hope that if you're seeing someone that y'all definitely have some similar tastes. Um, make some decisions in advance. I think that goes back to what you were talking about, uh, May, with the transparency and just saying, hey, this is what I expect. This is what I need from someone that I'm going to be dating and having that open discussion. Um, earlier than sooner than later. Uh, practice practice empathy. That goes back to what Chili was mentioning earlier with having that open mind and, and being able to have a conversation without as much as possible trying to keep that anger in check and having a moment to actually reflect and put yourself in their shoes. Um, let's see, number 10, get your half. This is kind of interesting because it says the key to compromise is to make sure you're getting as much as you're giving. Mm. And that's kind of going back to what we all spoke about earlier is if you one Trish, you brought up that sometimes more often than not, it's not always 50 50. Uh, one may feel like they're making a lot more sacrifices than the other partner is doing. And then if there's no discussion behind that, there's no talking it over, then you might end up feeling angry or resentful. Um, and if, some people, if on the other side, if you're the one receiving, you might not even recognize that this isn't normal, right? You might be becoming spoiled a little bit. Correct. Um, I believe that. I believe true. that. And, and ungratefulness. And that goes back to yeah, and that goes back to a few of your, you know, your what you know, like number three, number four. It goes back to laying things out on the table and discussing things. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when when it, when it gets to that point where you feel like you're doing more than you should, it's your fault. It's not the other person's fault. It's your fault because you you let that person push you to that level. So that person needs to have a have have they need to spend more time meditating with themselves on mm. how to express themselves so they don't get to that point. Because mm. There, there, mm. there's no the, the way how I taught my daughter. There's no reason you should look back and say, "Oh my God, I'm doing more than I should." You're supposed to know where you're going. You mm. have to know where you're going, and in order to do that. One must take time for themselves every day. You must, yeah. as soon as you wake up out of bed, you gotta you gotta take that time to know who you are, 
where you're coming from and where you're going, what you want in life. And this is a lifespan thing because that's, this is the problem. Most people wake up, they just get started. They don't acknowledge anything. And when you live that way, you'll run into that problem because you won't, you, you won't have it. You know, it starts, I always start out with gratitude. I'm, I find out what I'm thankful for, why I'm here. Then the second thing is love. It, it's, it's, uh, it's faith, mm-hmm. you know, trusting mm-hmm. that everything is going to go well. And the third thing is love all around with those three things. You should, you won't run into that problem of thinking that, um, I'm doing more than I should. Because you, because, because you're already connected with yourself. And that's the thing. A lot of people aren't connected with themselves. They're connected to the world. They, 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 they get off their phone. They go to bed. They wake up. They're on their phone. They didn't even think about who am I? What am I? What do I want out of life? What do I want today? A lot of people, they don't, I mean, and it's going old school now where I feel that I think every adult should have a book that they write. You need to write down things that you want out of life and where you are in life. And when you write things and you date it, and you put the time, you can always go back and ask yourself things. Am I doing this right? What am I doing? Things just come to you a little easier that way versus when you look back like, oh, my God, I'm doing more than I should. How did you end <laughs> up that way? You ended and up that and way I because feel you like, I feel like sometimes that's just you as a – as a because I, I, I'm a kind-hearted person, and I'm, I'm just that type of person. Like, I always go beyond – and and over for somebody else to try to please them and and that's a and that's just a natural thing that's just how i am especially in a relationship i always want to make sure my companion is okay chili in here dropping the word i'm about to yo i'm about to let go i'm about to pass off to keeping you in the know to chili it ain't going to be go keeping you in the know no more it's going to be chili keeping you in the know that was awesome I, that was awesome though. i'm about to donate that to him so that was that was great um yeah, so tying it all back to to the topic, you know, can we date with or can you know can we talk it over? Can we date someone with opposite political differences? I think, um, in in my experience, and and again, we're not subject matter experts, so everybody's on here bringing just sharing their experiences and opinions. So in my limited experience. I would say on the surface, yes, I could date someone with political differences, but it really, once you start to unravel and un, un, and start to peel those layers and find out exactly, because political differences is nothing more than just a stance on how government should be run. That's all it is on how, how much government should have influence on our daily lives in what areas and what aspects and what responsibilities they should be uh accountable for right so once you start to peel back those things and it's like all right well i may be conservative finance i you know i could have a discussion where do i feel like somebody that makes a certain amount should be paying more in taxes versus somebody that doesn't we can we can disagree on that Mm -hmm. um where my boundaries would be in the political scope of things would be on the terms of like social justice right it's like all right we can debate on whether or not uh criminal justice should be reformed and in what way but if you think it doesn't and you don't recognize there's a problem with the criminal justice system and the treatment of poor um impoverished and minority communities and you're just like no it's, it should continue to operate that way then that's one of the boundaries where i'm like okay we cannot come together on this you can i can hear your side all you want you can hear my side all you want but i don't see myself being in a 
romantic, devoting relationship with someone who has the opposite stance on something like that. So political differences can be an umbrella term, but you also have to know, like we said earlier, your boundaries on what specifically you are saying, okay, I can disagree with that and still love you versus no, this is not something that I can be comfortable with having in a significant other. I can't be with a significant other who thinks that way. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's fair. And like I said, I think it, it works when you, when you laid out there before you guys get too serious. So, you know, feelings don't get too hard, um, broken. Now let's, let's throw it in this context. What if, what if you knew off top that this is just like a two, three month fling? Does those, do those political differences matter so much anymore? It really does. Like summertime, <laughs> fun time, right? So. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, it don't matter. No, it doesn't matter. If it's a, if it's a fling, it's a fling. I think it still does. <laughs> you say it does? All right, tell, tell us why it does, Trish. I think it does. Like, why do you want to put somebody in your space, give someone your energy that, one, you know you, you don't see eye to eye on, you have nothing in common with? Like... I mean, I not like, necessarily you just, common. They might have something else in common, but just right. not that part. Right. You're just trying to move how you move the way you move, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just a fling, and I know it's not, you know, it's not going to be something long term. But we still gotta, we still gotta have a lot of commonalities. Like I have to want to be around you. I have to want to, you know, talk to you and have certain types of insightful conversations with you. That's just the default. That's that you can't get anywhere if you can't get off the first base. Like if you can't get off home plate, then yeah, no matter what differences you have, if there's no mutual attraction or similarities to keep the keep the spark and yeah what we're, we're talking about is like there is a spark but you just know like all right this isn't this isn't for life this isn't yeah there's but no, even if it's not for life i don't care if it's two weeks or not like well, let's, if let's i'm giving you like my this. energy at all i need to know that we that there's some like there still has to be a commonality like we still have to be somewhere on the same page with a lot of different things like I could I could let religion go, I could let finances go, but certain things that I hold core to me have to be in alignment. Okay. And then that, that then it comes to where you just don't mess with that person at all. It's just not worth but it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This you is, guys are still love the subject. We said this is a fling, so that means you saw that person out of attraction. You want this person. I'll be a Democrat for the day. <laughs> I'm a Democrat. I'm going to be whatever you want me to be. Because this is a thing, so I'm not even putting, I'm putting energy into what I like seeing right now and where I'm trying to get to. And I'm going to tell you up front. In fact, I'm going to be whatever you tell me you are. Because it's a fling. But we are talking about the fling is like, so, okay, you're talking about one or two times. After the first time we get down and dirty and the, that physical attraction, okay, I know I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me, you did what we did. And we still kind of talk in, even if we know it's long term, there still has to be something there. <laughs> how many, how, how long, how, how many, how many days you're going to be a Democrat for, Chili? Exactly. How many days you got in you? How many days you got in you? You're like, all right, listen, I was good for the first two, three days, but now we approach an hour. Hour 108. I can't do this no more. Like, listen. Listen, I got the I got the Trump badge on, but I got the I got the Biden badge somewhere in the car too. And that and that to show that you know, even when you still have different political views, we still all can get along. Yeah. 
Yes. Very, very true. Yep. Very true. On 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 yep. some things, we can get a, we can disagree and still be friends on like yeah. ham versus turkey, but not racism. <laughs> like nah, yeah. we can't can right. you can't disagree on racism and be like, oh yeah, we still cool. I think you can't disagree on racism. Everybody looks at racism in a different point of view. For example, like um, oh, that's a whole you know some people take yeah some people take racism differently. I think that's mm. that's my boundaries one. So if you're a racist, uh, we can't talk no more. Bye bye. Okay. You know, right. a lot of people they'll take they'll 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 take something and say it's racist when it's really not. It's the person's opinion. So it all depends on you, and that's where it goes back to that every day. You gotta meditate because you have to listen sometimes. Because sometimes we take things wrong because of the mood that we're in. We might take something and say it's racist when it's really not. It just I've had depends. a lot of experience with customers. Yeah, I mean, if the person calls you the n-word or something, of course that's racist. But sometimes we'll see a person make a decision on something, and because they're the other color, we think that they're being racist, and that's not fair either. I that's think really that's, one gonna, of the I think that's a good topic that we, we could discuss too in, a, in another. I think, I think yeah, I think you're right. We can definitely circle back. So I definitely want to say, so, so Chili, this was your first time with us. Would you would you come back? Did you enjoy it? Would you come back? How do you feel? Come back every week. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. You guys, you guys boosted my energy today. I love this. I'm gonna have to. What's I'm gonna have to make sure my contract is airtight. Make sure Chili don't bump me <laughs> off the show. <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> May, May, we're going to see you again? Of course, of course. All right, and Trisha, we don't know what part of the state you're going to be at, but we definitely hope Listen, we're going to see you again, right? I'm going to be in a different state, different city. You know how I do. All right, well, <laughs> long as long as you spreading the good talk it over vibes, I definitely want to thank all of y'all for being here, and I want to thank uh, our producers Anna and K.I., who definitely, like I said, is still in the building. He's just working to keep the lights on. I want to thank sound producer uh, Bumpy. Uh, I want to thank the listeners most of all. This is Talk It Over. I'm your host, Big O. And in the infamous words of K.I., slow motion. Holler at you next week.